0: Today is another installment in our Seller Strategy Masterclass series, and we're going to be talking about listing optimization. I'm going to be giving you the best tips on doing things like how to find out what information that concerns customers is actually missing from your competitors' listings, um, how to rank for forbidden keywords, and much more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Do you want to be able to sync your listings that you create in Helium 10 to your Amazon account in one click, including being able to sync subject matter, which you're not able to even edit now in most listings on Amazon? You're going to want to use Helium 10 Listing Builder. Make sure to find out how to use Listing Builder by going to H10.me forward slash Listing Builder. That's H10.me forward slash listing builder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today, we are continuing our Seller Strategies Masterclass Series that we do once a month, where I take a different aspect of Amazon selling And kind of break it down uh, with the tools that Helium 10 has and how you can use them in order to get a leg up on your competition. Now, remember, even if you don't use Helium 10, I mean, these are still strategies you need to be implementing with whatever tool you're using, or maybe you're doing it on your own. So, you know, whether you have Helium 10 or not, you know, make sure to tune in. So, we're gonna be going over a lot of uh, things. I'm gonna try and squeeze in about four or five different tools today, each of which that can help you. Um, A lot with either making a brand new listing or maybe re-optimizing your existing listings. So the first thing I want to go over uh, right now is looking at the reviews of your competitors. Now, this can be, um, you know, whether you're brand new, like I said, and you're trying to like look at the existing competition to see what people like and don't like about it. Or maybe you've got a product that has like over 400, 500 reviews or so you might want to run this on your own product. So first of all, let's go ahead and let me show you a really cool way to see exactly what information your competitors are missing from their listing that actually concern customers. All right. So this is something I don't think I've ever really talked about before. All right. So, you know, this is a listing here uh, for collagen peptides that I'm looking at right now. And, you know, it's a pretty good listing. I mean, it's got A plus content. It's got tons of information here. I mean, they're talking about what sets us apart. And this is, you know, type one and three probiotics. It looks like it has all the details you could possibly want. It's got 11,000 reviews, right? But let me just show you really quick. What is a way that you can see what is the number one thing that's missing? So I'm going to hit the Chrome extension and then I'm going to hit review insights. And the actual tab I'm going to be looking for is called All Questions. So once I hit All Questions, here, the number one thing that people are asking here, uh, and this is kind of silly to me. I've never talked about this before. But this one, not only did it have, uh, you know, is it a popular one? But the reason why we know it's a popular one, it actually has 31 upvotes. And that's what Helium 10 is showing right here. This question has 31 upvotes, and it's where do the cows come from? what country of origin and where is this manufactured? So the first part is like something that seems kind of ridiculous. Like where do the cows come from? You know, and then it talks about where is this manufactured? All right. So, I mean, I'm assuming collagen, some part of it comes from cows, I guess. I didn't realize that. But all these people who buy collagen peptides know about that. And then where's the actual product manufactured? And so that's the number one thing that they wouldn't be asking this question. First of all, if it wasn't important to customers of this product. And number two, may if it was in the listing, or at least if it was in this listing in a visible and easy way to find. So right off the bat, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this information and I'm going to be like, you know what? In my listing, I've got to make sure that I say where my cows come from and where is this manufactured somewhere in a prominent place. Um, another thing that uh, here I'm looking in review insights that, you know, just me not knowing about collagen peptides and never would have known the number two question, 14 upvotes. Is this product glyphosate free? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. All right. Um, another question, what about heavy metal testing for this? All right. We need to know it says 12 upvotes on this. All right. So guys, right there, first thing, you know, start looking at your competition, take a, you know, run review insights and take a look at the questions here to see if, um, you know, what are the top things that is actually missing from your competitors listings. The second strategy of today is when you have a variation listing, how to know which one is selling the best. Cause this might be the one, you know, the child item, you know, maybe it's by size or color or whatever. This might be what you wanna focus on when you're creating your first listing. So right there in that same app of Review Insights, or you can just go into Review Insights, you're gonna wanna hit the button product variations, all right? And then right here, you are going to see that, hey, this 28 servings here in this collagen peptides has 783 reviews uh, of the recent reviews, and that's a 74% review share. And then the number two uh, child item is this 14 servings one that has 25% review share and this other one, that's a 10-serving one, only has 1% of the reviews. Now, you can't just go and take those numbers and multiply it by the estimated sales. But remember, when you see estimated sales in Helium 10 or any other tools on a variation listing, it's indicative of uh, all of the child items put together, how many is being sold. So if you want to know, hey, what's the you know child item that I should focus on most if I'm making a new listing, and this is not my listing I'm looking at, obviously, if this is your own listing, you'd know how much you're selling, Right. But if you're looking at a competitor's list and you want to know which one of theirs is selling the best, use Review Insights, hit product variations, and it's going to tell you the percentage of reviews by each child item. And usually that's going to be very similar to the actual sales of it. All right, the next thing I want to show you guys here in Review Insights is how to see what's top of mind for customers in your niche. All right, so to do that, I'm still on this page on uh, of this collagen peptides listing. I'm going to hit the button Review Analysis. Now, what this does is it shows the top two, three, four word phrases that appear the most in the review. Now, you might think that the number one phrase that would appear, you know, in collagen peptides would be collagen peptides, you know, and a lot of listings. That's the way it is, but no, not here. You click here uh, or you look here. The number one phrase is in my coffee. All right, in my coffee. That that's why it's at the very top here. 85 of the recent listings all have this phrase and you might not understand, you know, I've been talking about this for years, but for a lot of you guys who are newer, you might be like, what in the world, what does in my coffee have to do with a a supplement for your hair and skin and nails? So what I would do is I would just click this, the in my coffee, and then every single review that has in my coffee as a phrase in it, comes up and then the in my coffee phrase is highlighted so I my eyes can instantly go to all of these reviews and I can just start reading. Hey, this is in my coffee. Um, I love that there's no discernible difference in my coffee. I mix it in my coffee, this person says. Uh, this other person says, I mix a, coo, a scoop in my coffee every morning. Um, here's another one. When I mix in my coffee, I really cannot taste it. And it goes on and on and on. So this is a a great way to kind of know what's top of mind. Now, In My Coffee is top of mind to the customers who buy this product. But what is it not? It is not a keyword. It's not a search term. Nobody types into their computer or their Amazon app In My Coffee and expects to get collagen peptides. No, no. The search terms for this product, you know, could be collagen peptides, collagen powder, supplement for hair, skin, nails, whatever. Those are search terms, right? In my coffee, this is what people are thinking about or how they use the product. So if we are doing uh, research for what we're going to put in our listing, yes, of course it is important to focus on your search terms and keywords, the things that people use to find your product because you want to get indexed for it. We're going to talk about getting indexed a little bit more later, but don't sleep on these kind of emotional connection points you can make with your buyers, all right? This will never have come up in a magnet search or Cerebro keyword research, a reverse ASIN search, the words in my coffee because nobody is typing that in expecting to get collagen peptides. But right here, what would I do with this information? Well, I am going to go ahead and and make sure like one of my main images has this. And if you look at this, the main or the images here on this collagen peptides listing, I mean, I don't know. Like, like here, it's showing people doing yoga. I don't understand what that has to do with with something that helps your hair, skin, and nails. the The, the very first image of a person uh, that's actually eating something, it's showing them eating strawberries like with milk like uh, th- there's nobody in the reviews who is saying they put collagen peptides in their strawberry milk like like what weirdo puts strawberries in their milk anyway i, I don't know uh, but anyways uh, i see nothing here there's no images about in my coffee the number one thing that is on the mind of collagen peptides customers and this amazing listing here that has sold 15,000 units in the last 30 days they do not have an image that shows the number one use all right so if they were using helium 10 they would easily have seen that they should have you know put something about in my coffee in their listing now another thing that is cool to look at in review analysis is how to see the the common topics of what people love about a product and what people hate about a product all right this is important to to know not just you know that that first or that last strategy i just told you is kind of like neutral regardless if they love it or hate it, what is the most thing or the thing that's most at the top of mind? So the way that you can actually dive in and see what do people love or hate about this product, uh, it's it's on that same page of the review analysis. So watch what I would do. I'm going to look here on the right hand side. And what I want to do under review analysis is I want to see which ones, it has an aggregate kind of score of the review. So of this phrase like for example in my coffee is kind of neutral right it's 4.2 stars it says right here but i'm going to see is there anything above four uh, stars that you know that really is going to show me something that you know maybe something that people like about the product And look at this here is hair and nails has a 4.5 star rating so if i expand this out i can see that people non-stop are talking about hair and nails and that it's giving them a good effect and they're mainly giving five star reviews for this. So now I know that part of my listing and part of the way I make my product, I've gotta make sure that my product is on point for hair, skin, and nails because that's obviously important and something that will give me good reviews. Now on the flip side, let's look for something that has maybe like a three and a half, three, or um, or less stars on this product. So look at this one here, 3.1 stars. That's probably not very, that's probably on the low side for this product. And sure enough, look at this. It's called Mix Well. And when I expand it out, I read these reviews. It says, this doesn't mix well. Uh, this product did not mix well, nor did it taste well. This doesn't mix well. It doesn't mix well. All of these were like two and three star reviews. So this is a, a great way, again, to see what do people love about a product, what do people hate about the product. Now, what people hate about your competitors, guess what? Number one, you better make sure that your product doesn't have that same thing. So if this was if I was going to make collagen peptides, I, I got to make sure that um, my product mixes well. Secondly, you better believe that this is going to be like a top image or a top bullet point where I'm going to talk about, hey, unlike our competitors, our product mixes great and dissolves super easily in your morning coffee or something like that, right? So that right away, something that obviously concerns people about the competitors, they could maybe be a little bit, you know, have some ease of mind that my product is not going to have that issue. So guys, as you can see, Review Insights is a great tool in order to get some initial research on things that are just beyond looking for search terms and keywords. All right, next, let's talk about a couple phrases that some people can confused about. It's indexing and ranking. All right. Ranking on Amazon. Um, that basically means that you are showing up in the top, uh, first few pages, or at least the visible pages. Usually it's about seven pages that Amazon shows of search results, about 300 listings or 306 listings. So if you're in those seven pages, you know, like you type in a search term and you're somewhere visible there, you're ranking for the keyword. Now, indexing is something different. You'll notice that in a lot of keywords, if you type it in the search engine in Amazon, it'll say, hey, here's one to 50 out of 20,000 results. Now, you're only going to be shown up to seven pages of that, or 300 listings. But what about the other 19,700 listings? Those products are not technically ranking because you can't even see them, um, but they are indexed for that keyword, meaning that they are searchable. That, you know, maybe one day they could increase in ranking and get to the top, right? If you are not searchable, if you are not indexed, if you're not one of those 20,000 or 10,000 or 1,000, whatever that number is, that means you can never rank, All right. So let's make sure we distinguish the two terms of indexing and ranking. So how can you know if you are indexed? Uh, or if your comp- competitor's index or your brand new listing is index or your mature listing is index, you're going to use the Helium 10 tool, which is one of the very first Helium 10 tools we ever made. It's called Index Checker. For you old school people, this uh, tool used to be called 5K Checker. All right. So here's our coffin shelf I have on my screen here. And all I have to do is I have to just put the ACE in. All right. I don't have to do the seller ID. That's only if I need like advanced searching. All right. So just put the ACE in guys. All right. Uh, and then uh, here, I, I put in just some random keywords, coffin shelf. I figure, hey, I'm, I'm probably indexed for that keyword, right? Uh, here's one that I'm not sure on, coffin dining table, right? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm indexed. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm searchable for that um, because I don't think I have you know those keywords in my listing. Uh, this one I'm pretty sure I'm not indexed for. Uh, spooky sumo wrestling is another word I put in here what spooky sumo wrestling would be. I don't want to picture that. And the last one is Gothic decor, All right. So all I have to do is hit check keywords and it is going to uh, search for me for these keywords. And here, this is what I uh, need you guys to understand how to use. This is something that a lot of people make a mistake on. If you see a check mark in the results, that means it's indexed. If you see a dash or a straight line, that means it's not indexed. If you see an X, that means that we didn't do the check so in this situation since i didn't put an amazon storefront in here it did not check the storefront index all these are don't worry about oh uh i only have one of these or i only have two of these checks all that matters is this last column of cumulative that means check mark yes you're indexed dash means no you're not indexed that's all you have to worry about don't worry about the individual ones uh th- there's going to be something i'm going to show you in a little bit that actually is an advanced way uh, on how you can look at the um, these individual ones, but all these things are is the, the different searches that we are doing, all right? We're just showing you which kind of searches that we are doing to check if something is indexed because there's three different ways that we can check if a listing is indexed, all right? Um, so what we see here, I can see that coffin shelf and gothic decor, I have check marks, so that means I am indexed, but these other phrases coffin dining table and spooky sumo wrestling. I am not indexed. All right. So this is, uh, interesting. So the question that you you might have, if you, if you have a whole list right of, of keywords is wait a minute, there are two phrases that I am not indexed for. Now I'm pretty sure I'm indexed for the word coffin, but for coffin dining table, you might be wondering which keywords are missing from my listing, because that's the way you get indexed. Usually if you're not indexed, most cases it means you don't even have one of the keywords in that phrase in your listing. And that's why you're not indexed for the complete phrase. So in this case, what I would do is I would just copy those keywords, right? Those keywords that are not indexed, coffin dining table and spooky sumo wrestling. I'm going to put it right back. I'm going to paste it right back into, um, the phrases section of index checker. And then I'm going to unclick this, uh, maintain phrases checkbox. All right. That means that it's going to break up all of these keywords into individual keywords. Now watch what happens when I hit check keywords. All right. Now, after I click check keywords, you'll notice that what it does is it takes those phrases, which was coffin dining table and spooky sumo wrestling, and it makes it one single word each. All right so it check word by word which ones and sure enough of course i am indexed for coffin i'm actually indexed for table and i'm indexed for spooky and so right here i can see the reason that the full phrases didn't index it was because of dining sumo and wrestling so that what i now know i need to do is now i need to just take these words and fig- and figure out how to get them into my listing And then just by adding these three words, now all of a sudden, potentially, I'm going to be able to index for those full phrases. All right, so whenever you run index checks, you're going to find words that you're not indexed for. And if you don't have them in your listing, this is how you're gonna be able to tell which ones maybe you need to put in your listing. All right, now here's a super advanced way of using index checker, and this doesn't always work. It used to work like 10 out of 10 times, maybe four years ago. Now it only works maybe 50% of the time. Um, or, or as Ricky Bobby would say, like what 50% of the time I win every time or whatever his, his phrase goes. But, uh, here's a, I have right now on index checker, a list of like a whole bunch of keywords from Cerebro that I pulled out from our coffin shelf listing. So how you would do this is maybe you're going to run Cerebro on your competitor and you're going to extract all of the keywords over a certain search volume that they are ranking for organically. And now I'm going to show you how you can see potentially which ones of those keywords they don't, maybe they don't even have in their listing, but they had good interaction with it in PPC. Watch this. Let me just, what I'm going to look for is I'm going to look for anything. Oh, by the way, in this situation, I absolutely do want to put the storefront, the storefront ID I'm going to put into index checker so we can do all three checks. So how you would find the storefront ID is you hit the seller name, like here's this listing of collagen peptides. I'm going to hit physician's choice. And then at the very top in the URL, you'll see right here where it says seller equals, and then you just double click right in there. And uh, this long code, it's kind of like an ASIN, but it's not an ASIN. It's a little bit longer than one. That's what the storefront ID is. So I put that right here, and then I search these 183 phrases. So now, what I'm scanning for are uh, keywords where either all three of the checks here are, you know, failed. In other words, you know, it's not indexed, or where only the middle one, the field ASIN, is indexed, but the other two checks failed. All right, so let's go ahead and see if we can see anything that matches that. And here's one right here: carotid coffin. Like again, I know coffin is in my listing, but I know for a fact that carotid is not. Now this is my listing I'm looking at, all right? So this is, let me just show you how cool this is. I know that I have don't have carotid in my listing, but I am indexed for it. You know, like I'm searchable for it, that's crazy. I'm, I'm organically ranked and I'm searchable for it. So if I actually went to my atomic my PPC software, I could do this in Seller Central too. And then I searched in all of my search terms uh, that I've been converting for or getting clicks on. Look at this, there is carotid coffin right here. Um, I actually had four impressions and one click. So I don't know what the ratio is, but maybe because I had a good click-through rate on uh, this keyword, Amazon went ahead and indexed me for this keyword, even though I didn't even have a sale. All right, so if this was my competitors listing, I could have seen this keyword carotid coffin and know that they might have had some uh, either a sale in PPC or some decent kind of like uh, action with their PPC like this great click through rate and now I'll know that this might be something that I want to go ahead and put in my listing. Let's go ahead and let me show you a couple more examples here. Again, I'm looking for something that has no check marks or only the check mark on the field ASIN. All right, here's one here. Wolf shelf, all right? As you notice this uh, jumped off the screen to me because it passed the field asin check, but it failed the other two checks. So again, if I go into my Atomic and look up the word wolf, you know, which I know is not in my listing, I do not have the word wolf. Like, why would I have known to put the word wolf in my listing? But look at all of this action I got on auto and broad campaigns that had the word wolf in it: wolf decor, wolf home decor. I actually got sales, conversions, and very high uh, click through rate on these keywords. And so the word that I was looking for was, what was it? Wolf shelf, all right? So shelf, we know that I get action on shelf because of coffin shelf. And look here, thanks to me getting a lot of action on words that have wolf, Amazon went and indexed me for wolf shelf. Uh, Actually, here we go, here's wolf shelf right here. I actually had a 28% click-through rate on this. But the point is, I'm organically ranking now, even though I don't even have this word in my listing. Um, And again, you could have known that. One last one, let's go ahead and see if I can find. Let's scroll down here. All right, here we go. Here is one that failed all three index checks, all right? It was no on all three, yet they were ranking for it organically. And the keyword is coffin mirror full length, all right? So if I go into Atomic and I type in coffin mirror, sure enough, I actually got sales for coffin mirror as a keyword in amazon advertising and i actually had a 33 click-through rate for coffin mirror full length so again this is kind of like a advanced hack you know for you advanced sellers if you want to take it uh, things an extra step and see what amazon index your competitors for that they don't even have in their listing this is a great way to do that Now, the next tool I'm gonna talk about is Frankenstein. Again, one of the original Amazon tools that Helium 10 made. Now, here is something that people make the mistake all the time whenever they're using Helium 10 listing optimization tools. What they do is they try and go directly to Scribbles or Listing Builder, and they put all of their phrases they found. Like, let's say they found in Cerebro 300 different phrases, keyword phrases, that was relevant to their niche, right? They put all of them, in phrase form at once into listing builder or scribbles. This is 100% the wrong way to do it. If you guys are doing that, shame on you. You've always gotta put in your keywords two different buckets, regardless if you're using Helium 10 or not. You can only put like maybe 10, 15, 20, maybe 25 full phrases in phrase form in your listing. You just can't get more. You're never gonna get 200 complete phrases into a a listing there's just not enough real estate so always focus first on what are your top 15 or 20 keywords and we we talked about that in the seller strategy Masterclass for cerebro a couple months ago you can check that episode out but once you get those 15 phrases now you go to your secondary keywords and yeah it might be 200 300 or 400 phrases that are relevant to your listing that you find from cerebro and you want to be indexed you want to be searchable for those keywords But again, you do not have to, you couldn't even if you wanted to, put the entire phrase in your listing. So how can you make sure you are searchable for two, three, 400 keywords when uh, you can't put the complete phrase? Let me show you how. All you have to do is have all of the individual keywords that make up those phrases at least once in your listing to give you a good chance, all right? So let's just say that I did some research in Cerebro and I found these 200 different keyword phrases here that I just pasted into Frankenstein. And it actually tells me right off the bat that there's 482 words here. Now I don't have room for 482 words, but if I'm looking at this list, I see coffin. I see coffin all over the place. I see cool twice. I see shelf like five times. So I know there are not 482 individual keywords here. All I have to do to extract the individual keywords, which again, all that's all I need to index for these, is I'm gonna hit here in Frankenstein one word or phrase per line, and I'm gonna remove the single letters. Boom goes the dynamite. Those 482 words now is only 154 individual words. And like, I probably can fit 154 individual words at different pl- uh, parts of the uh, listing. All right, so this is a great way, guys, to be able to make sure that you can extract your individual keywords and then put this into Listing Builder or Scribbles. Uh, hopefully, you guys are only using Listing Builder now, not Scribbles. Scribbles is, um, we're, we're retiring that tool. But I'm going to put my phrases in full phrase form and these individual keywords, and now I should be technically indexable or searchable for all of my keywords that I did in keyword research. Now, uh, one quick cool thing here, Uh, like I said, coffin was here. I saw five times. If you want to be able to see uh, of all your keyword phrases that are your secondary keywords, which ones are showing up the most, which individual keywords are showing up the most, I'm just going to hit this box include word frequency count and then take a look here. I'm going to sort by frequency and I can see that shelf was in 44 of these 150 phrases. Decor was in 37 of them. Coffin was in 25. Now, what does that mean? That means that, uh, let's say I want to uh, be indexed for all 150 of those phrases. As long as I have shelf in it, I have a chance at indexing for 44 of those phrases just by having shelf. Now, of course, I have to put in the other keywords that made it, made it up, but this, is, this really shows me what are the most relevant keywords for my uh, phrases here, shelf, decor, coffin, uh, wall, and Gothic are the, uh, the, the most right there. All right. Now what if you are in a niche that has forbidden keywords that you know, now there's no list of forbidden keywords. You just kind of got to know like cuss words are forbidden, right? Drug related words. One of the listings that I manage is a hemp cream. Now, if you look at the top keywords for this hemp cream, tons of the keywords have the word CBD in it, all right? CBD in the keyword, uh, phrases. CBD, guys, is a forbidden keyword on Amazon. I can get my listing suspended if I have CBD. Now, I know I want to index for it, so what do I do? Well, what I like to do is uh, I like to make sure that I have the rest of the keyword in my listing. So like, if I have all of these CBD-related keywords I'm going to keep the rest of that keyword in phrase form, but I'm just going to take CBD out. So, you know, Cerebro doesn't know, just like we don't know necessarily all what's the drug-related keywords, but we know, right? So I know that CBD I have to take out. So here's a list of keywords that I got from Cerebro, and you'll see a lot of them have CBD in it, right? So I'm here in Frankenstein. All I have to do is I hit here. um, I'm going to say here maintain phrases, okay? Maintain phrases, and I'm going to say replace the word CBD, and I'm just going to put a space right here. And then I hit process. And now it took it out all of those CBD keywords. Uh, I need to do one word or phrase per line. So take a look here infinite CBD oil became infinite oil. CBD roll on became roll on. CBD recovery cream became reco- recovery cream. So I don't have to go one by one to all of these phrases and and take out CBD, uh, you know, and figure out which ones have CBD or which ones have hemp or whatever other um, you know keyword I might think is forbidden. I just have to click two things right here in Frankenstein, and it's going to remove that keyword from all of the phrases, and then I still have the remaining phrase that I could put into my listing. All right, let's move on to how you can. Get feedback on your potential images, your title, your price point, your brand, um, your bullet points, even before you have a listing. that's using Helium 10 audience. All right. Now, this is not something that's that's free. I mean, every single customer that we are asking to give feedback for this, we're having to pay. All right, so uh, usually these uh, the cost of running uh, one of these A-B tests is about $50 to $70. But the advantage is you do not have to wait until you have a live listing um, and lose money on a test. You could do it before your listing goes live. So just go right into Helium 10 Audience, and then you're going to create a poll. Uh, I like doing it from scratch. All right. And I ask the question, I put in the options and then I, I can even do audience targeting where I'm like, you know what I want to see, or I want the ones to answer this question to be, you know, females from the age of 25 to 45 who are Amazon prime members. And like, here's an example of like, Hey, which is, which main image of a coffin shelf would make you most want to click it? If you uh, saw it in the search results, um, and this isn't just people randomly choosing, uh, you know, going eeny meeny miny mo. Not only do they have to pick the one that they like, but they actually have to write some details about what they like and don't like. So for example, for the for the one that a lot of these people uh what a lot of these people picked, they they wrote here, My first choice shows larger items within the shelves of this, and that gives me a great sense of what the, can exactly fit. All right. Here's another person who picked another one. I liked, or A, because it looked best because it had a medium level of brightness, so I can see some detail, but it also has a more solid and dark style, all right? Uh, here's one person who liked option B. It says, option B make it se- made it seem like it's less of a prop and more like a piece of furniture. So all of these things are stuff that you probably never even considered about your listing or your image or something. But these are actual potential target customers of yours who are going to give you feedback, so that from day one of your listing, you can go ahead and have a good idea of which listing your uh, customers are most likely to interact with. So again, before you have your listing, do one, do like two or three or four options of your main image, maybe your secondary images and throw up one or two of these tests in Helium 10 audience to uh, see what customers are going to like the most. So from day one, you are optimized for success. All right, let's go into our last tool today. And that's the tool that kind of brings all of this stuff together. Uh, all right, all of my review research and my uh, looking for my indexable keywords and doing my Cerebro research and Magna research. I've got this list of 15 or 20 phrases and also Uh, maybe, you know, 100 or 200 individual words. And now I want to create a listing or let's take a step back and let's just say you've already have a listing. You want to start making sure that you have all of these keywords in your listing. All right. You can actually import a listing that you didn't create inside of helium 10. Let me show you how you go into listing builder and then you hit optimize your listing and hit get started. And then what you do is you find which SKU you have, and it is going to import your listing. Now, one thing that's important is that, you know, the way the Amazon API works is it'll import your title and your bullet points and your description, but it's not going to input your back end search terms. All right, so what you have to do, just go to your listing and edit your listing in Seller Central and go to where it says search terms. In some categories now, instead of search terms, it actually says generic keyword. All right, it says generic keyword. So just copy that and then drop it right into uh, the search terms. Now, uh, what you need to do is you need to put all of your keywords here, and that's what I did. You'll you'll see here I have a lot of my individual keywords, Halloween, bookshelf, candles, jewelry, vanity, but then my most important phrases I actually threw into here too, coffin decor goth home decor gothic furniture if you do it like this and remember you need to have frankenstein in order to have this you know i put in my phrases my top 15 phrases directly from cerebro to here but all of these individual keywords the way i was able to get these keywords is because i ran frankenstein on it all right so once i do that the cool thing is is that helium 10 is going to separate my phrases with my individual keywords. And if I already had a listing, now I could see once I import the listing, hey, what is missing, all right? Like for example, right here, it looks like I have all of my phrases all done. Every single one of my phrases is somewhere here in my listing and the way you know that is because it has a line through it and then it has the number next to how many times you put it in your listing. Like, Look at this, my most important keyword is coffin shelf, and I actually have coffin shelf six times in my listing. If I hit coffin shelf here, it'll highlight where all I have coffin shelf. But look at this over here on the left-hand side. Look at all these individual keywords that I do not have in my listing. So probably I won't be indexed for it. You see, it doesn't have a line through it. Halloween, Um, kawaii, that's a Japanese for cute. Uh, decorating, deceased, bathroom, like all these are keywords that I must have found in my keyword research, but my listing doesn't have it. So then what I need to do is I need to go ahead and start adding it to different parts of the listing until I can make sure that all of these individual keywords that I had targeted have a line through it, meaning that I've used it at least once, right? Remember, you're not going to get indexed for keywords if you don't have it in your listing, unless you have some action with your auto and broad PPC campaigns, but that's, that's a different story there. We talked a a little about that uh, earlier. Now, another cool thing about listing Builder, it's my favorite uh, part of listing builder is Amazon took away in the back end of listings. Now the subject matter, right? So here's generic keywords. And back in the day, there would be something called subject matter right here. And subject matter was a very powerful indexing. But now as you can see on this listing at least in this category there is no more subject matter. But here in listing builder you can add subject matter up to 5 lines and we are going to be able to overwrite your subject matter even though you know there is zero subject matter here in uh, in in your listing this will overwrite it. You won't be able to see it in the edit listing, but trust me, it works. We have a way to actually make sure that this is uploading. And the last I checked, January, 2023, it is still working. All right. So at make sure to go into listing builder, add subject matter. This is like put your filler words that weren't able to fit in the rest of your listing or some of your most important keywords. And then the way that you overwrite your listing is once you're, finish with writing your listing, you're going to hit the sync to Amazon button. All right. The sync to Amazon button is going to uh, actually overwrite your listing, you know, these fields that you went and entered. So this is like probably one of the coolest aspects of listing builder, because for those of us who'd be using subject matter, by the way, this is only in the United States. You know, Europe doesn't have subject matter, unfortunately, but this is just a great way to take advantage of that important real estate in the back end of your listing. Um, One just last thing, this has nothing to do with uh, Helium 10, Uh, but if you are ever going to make a new listing, this is what I suggest that you do. Have one of your uh, employees or virtual assistant type in a couple of your main keywords in Amazon. Like for example, so like here I went to collagen peptides, okay? And uh, this is the search results, page one of collagen peptides. On the left-hand side Underneath, like, the price filters, you're going to start seeing different other filters, and these ones are ones that you absolutely have to fill in, all right? Nutritional supplement item form, you know, is this a caplet, capsule cream gel gummy, right? Let's say I was doing gummy bears, and I did not select, and I did not enter gummy in my nutritional supplement item form in the back end of my listing. That means if somebody was searching for collagen peptides and they went here and they hit this filter for gummy, even though my listing is gummy, my listing would disappear from the search results. Here are some more things here. Nutritional supplement benefit, uh, nutritional supplement container type, All right, Packaging options. There's all these things that maybe like if you're just trying to hurry and make your listing, you might not even fill out. But that means that if anybody actually filters this out, you are going to lose that customer because your item will disappear from the search results if you don't have those fields uh, filled out. So that has nothing to do with Helium 10 there, but it's just a great tip for those of you who want to make sure to maximize your visibility even when those picky customers are using filters. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, There's so much more that has to do with listing optimization. This was just a few of the things that Helium 10 can help with. I want you to guys, you know, right now to go back. If you haven't ran some of these things that I I showed you today, you've got some existing listings. Go in and see if you can look at the reviews of your competitors like I showed you with Review Insights. Uh, You know, maybe check with Frankenstein or check with Index Checker, I should say, on, uh, you know, which of your keywords you are indexed for to make sure you're searchable or not. And then find out which individual keywords are resulting in you not being searchable for keywords. You know, use Listing Builder to fill in your subject matter on your listings to get that extra rank uh, juice for the Amazon algorithm. And then, of course, use Helium 10 Audience. Probably the number one thing that's an easy win for you guys is use Helium 10 Audience to pull actual Amazon customers about things like your price point and your main image and things like that. So we've got a lot of solutions in here for listing optimization. I hope this episode has helped you. I'll see you guys next month on the next seller strategy masterclass. Until then, we'll see you in the next episode.